grab your friends it's time for Meta Watch, the world's first best only and probably last Menabots Damachi podcast my name's Mitch I use he him pronouns and I'm digging through the ditches joining me as always burning through the witches Colin hi my name is Colin I use they them pronouns and uh yeah just like many popular zombie uh television shows uh Metabot should have ended after its second season <laughs> <laughs> This is the first season of Metabots Damashi. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, Fear the Walking Dead wasn't good either. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that is very true. Um, slamming in the back of their Dragula, friend of the show, and legally our special guest, Sam. My name is Sam. I use he, him pronouns. Pain is temporary. Feel me forever. <laughs> We got a theme going tonight, and I'm 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 excited for it. I've been oh, looking man. forward. Vampire, I've been, I've been using vampire quotes on the to finish my podcast for the last eight episodes. I don't have many left. Oh man, I should have. Uh, I should have said I had they them pronouns. <laughs> you can go back and fix it in post. You're the one editing. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Uh. <laughs> um. I've been looking forward to uh, the first episode tonight, Robbed Zombies, since like season one of Metabots. Just the name. It's yeah. a goddamn great name. With yeah, a, I it's will a say, pretty yeah. solid name. Yeah, it's yeah. a solid episode. <laughs> yeah, um, not quite as good as uh, the, the previous two episodes, uh, but they're better than the first three. So, I mean, can't really can't complain. Rob, and Rob Zombies, pretty, pretty good episode. <laughs> what if, now hear me out. What if all Adamashi is just these filler episodes with light story? Like I could be down. I um we'll get to my opinions on this. Uh fair I guess towards the end of of this first episode. Uh but without further ado, uh man, we get a we get a tag team row battle at the beginning of Rob Zombies and it looks Wait, hold fun- on oh, one yeah, moment. Yeah. I brought special material to this episode for the first appearance of the season. Yeah. <clears throat> uh of the series, I went excuse and me. I looked. Correct. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I went and looked at Archive of Our Own for Metabots. Oh no! Oh. There is a poultry twenty-eight fix under <laughs> under the header of Metabots. I mean, and of those of those fix, only sixteen have like romantic pairings. Okay, that I want to bring up anyway. <laughs> All right. There there was two or three that were definitely excluded from my number. All right. Uh, so. You'll be happy to know that the the most popular ship, depending on how you count it, is Metabi Rakusho. Yeah, However, I mean, it's, it's canon. Only, only if you also count the Metabi Rakusho Arc Beetle and the Saikashi Rocks fix. Okay. <laughs> because otherwise, they're outnumbered by one, by the Henry and Joe fix and the Iki and Koji fix. You know, I I feel both of those. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I'm just gonna. Yeah, those Henry and Joe was obvious from the show. Chart. Like that's 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 text. Uh, that's not subtext. Uh, <laughs> Posted a graph in the the Discord. Thank you. That's yeah, real yeah. good. Saikachi being the name for Metabee's, like it's the new model of Metabee. Yeah. So it's like gotcha. You know. It's the Damashi fic. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm that, sorry, that hold should on. Be, uh, that should read uh, Meta B X Dorcas. <laughs> yeah, this would be Psychachi exactly. Dorcas. <laughs> I do really appreciate that somebody wrote a Meta B X Rakusho X Arc Beetle fic. I want to yeah. meet that person. 
Yeah. There's two of them, and both of them involve past live stuff. One of them, I think, is like a feudal Japan thing. Okay. Where it's like, what if the medallions didn't, uh, didn't, like, kill each other and they survived into feudal Japan era? Um, uh, I mean, ooh, you know right. what I really want to read. I want to read this this single Rakusho X reader fic. That sounds spicy. <laughs> it was definitely tagged for, for spicy. Uh, however, there's also there's a couple of things that don't show up because there was a Symphigur crossover. There was a Metabots Beyblade Yu Gi Oh crossover fic that covers the Cuban Missile Crisis and both World Wars. Okay, obviously. hold on. Yeah. That's our season. <laughs> That's our season finale. We're just gonna read that. Uh, and then there was also a brass centric fic that, from the from what I could glean from the tags, goes a lot into the past life stuff. Uh, has a big focus on platonic relationships, but also includes both Miss Nay and Victor. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, and then I realized, wait a second, this shows from the year two th- is from the early two thousands. Obviously, archive of our own isn't where I'm gonna go to get this. So I. Plugged in fanfiction.net and then oh, realized, no. okay, here we go. 375 <laughs> fics. There it is. There's there's a lot of Spanish fics. There was the first mention of Karen because I did not see her name mentioned anywhere on Archive Varo. <laughs> and a weirdly high amount of Icky and Spike. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily get that one, but I, uh, I mean, okay. It's a really classic uh, ship dynamic. Um, uh, Bitch, it's called Idiots to Lovers. <laughs> you know, you don't have to explain Idiots to Lovers to me. That's my entire relationship dynamic with most people. <laughs> no, I think you're going to say Red Oni, uh, Red Oni, Blue Oni, right? Yeah, but neither of them fit the. Well, neither of them fit the Blue Oni. Spike wears blue, Red Oni, right? Blue Oni is the Ikki Koji fight. Yeah. Uh, like the Ikki Koji ship is Red Oni, Blue Oni. Yeah, but Spike wears blue, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> does wear blue. I am a little upset that the one Icky Samantha fic on AO3 is Pepper Cats and Cyan Dogs. Because that should be a Spike and Samantha fic. If anything. <laughs> <laughs> or Pepper Cat and Cyan Dog. Yeah. There, you know? There is a really glaring... Um, there are two really glaring uh, ships here that we're missing. Um, I, I'm Nothing with Karen. Like, yes, she does not. Where is my... Phantom Thief Retort X Space Man Fighter X Vic? <laughs> I know they're out there. X Henry X Hikaru, right? <laughs> and where's my Mr. Referee X Chicken Seller? It's just the world wasn't ready for it, Mitch. Uh... <laughs> I, j- I am making a personal note for some future fan fiction. Um, are either of you... Re- are either of you familiar with the Power Rangers Dino Thunder episode where Tommy Oliver is in a coma and he ha- in order to survive his coma and wake up to resume being a Power Ranger and mentor to the current team, he has to fight his previous three Ranger color incarnations? Vaguely, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen that episode. Uh, so you're saying what if instead of fighting, they all kissed? Exactly. But I'm thinking, what if Henry was in a coma and he had to go through an altercation with all of his various forms? I I don't understand. If Henry was in a coma, they wouldn't be him because he's not Space Meta Fighter X. He's not the Phantom Thief Retort and he's not Hikaru. They're all different people. And when he realizes Uh. that he's none of these people, (laughs) that's that's what he went. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, she was actually in a medically induced coma to be, uh, to, you know, have the surgery done. It's, you know. <laughs> we, we've, cracked, uh, we've cracked the egg, as it were. Yeah, we've, yeah. <laughs> we've cracked something. <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, we're putting off the, these two episodes. They're very good episodes. <laughs> well, yeah, like they're, the, they're pretty um, good the, episodes. So, uh, uh, aside the very, very wonderful boy that we get to meet at the beginning of this episode, uh, the fight at the beginning of this episode between, like, f- four kids having, like, a tag team battle is maybe the best fight we've had in Damashi so far. Um, uh, <laughs> I want to point out uh, my new favorite metabot, maybe. Um, it's the DDK type Don Draculio, which is the better name, versus Dracu- uh, Dracudon. Yeah, dra- it's Dracudon in English. Um, um, and yeah, this is our new boy. Because other than that, we have, what, a Black Ram and yeah, yeah, I already forgot cares. the other yeah. two. Uh, uh, <laughs> a Stingray and a White Sword. Yeah. Who is called Ninja, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, a Nin Ninja uh, and a Kraystar. Um So, Don Draculio has got Wolverine's hair. Yeah. Rad. Is purple. Rad. Yeah. Has Ultron's face. Rad. Yeah. And teeth hands. And the best part about it is he's got an arrow on his chest pointing at his face just in case you didn't look at it enough. Yeah. That's peak so character good. design. Uh, also, his feet fucking rule. They're like little black rhinoceros heads or something. Yeah, they're they're like, they're very bat themed. Like they're scalloped on the bottom. Yeah. Um, his hip slash skirt is shaped like the base of a guitar. Yeah. yeah. And he's got like <laughs> bat wing slash cape flare on his shoulder. Like all around yeah. great boy. Love to see it. And um, an all-time you know, Metabot. Absolutely talks in a, uh, a fucking Bela Lugosi accent the entire time. Uh, <laughs> it is so but good. But yeah, uh, sadly, uh, Dracudon does not get his due uh, because the his Metafighter, this little boy that we never get a name for, uh, just sucks. Yeah, he, sucks. Uh, he just yeah, fucking name. sucks. His name is... His- his name is Tad. Oh, t- oh Tad. <laughs> Tad sucks at meta fighting. Tad uh, bad. Like he, he, yeah, he can't get, uh, he can't like get any of his orders in quick enough to like help his his uh, teammate out. And when he finally does get an order, he accidentally tells uh, Dracudon to go into his defensive driving mode, which confuses him, and he just gets taken out. It's really sad. Uh, um, I hate to see it. <laughs> so something I well, there are two things I really do like about this fight. Um, one is yet another picture I took. So the black ram has eyes inside of its mouth. Those thing, those screws that I thought were eyes are just decoration, I guess. And like, which that's, is a smart way to design a metabot. Like, yeah, that's actually a pretty good design right there. I think. I think it's way better with the eyes inside the mouth. Second, it's really cool because it show because it shows up like this, and like most of the time when we see black ram, we don't see inside its mouth at all. Mm-mm. But in this fight, we see it. How like it opens the mouth, you see the eyes, and it does a bunch of attacks with it too. Yeah, it, it I, is real cool. I just I can't believe how good this fight looks. Yeah. This fight looks like one of the better fights from from season one or two. Uh and it's like they're showing this to us right now <laughs> so that when we see the fights later in this episode that are plot important and we see the fights next episode, we understand that they're doing it on purpose. <laughs> So um, this is the this is the team from the second episode saying, "Look, we get it. We're back on this season already. But give us a week. We're we're taking a break." <laughs> what happened? They're was, having my ties and like throwing pencils at the interns. <laughs> what happened was so the the head artist for the episode uh, decided to go take a long lunch at the end of this episode. He's like, "All right, we got one fight left. I'm taking a long lunch. Margaritas. See you guys tomorrow." 
And then he comes back tomorrow. He's like, oh, yeah, we finished the episode. It's fine. You don't even need to look at it. It's like, oh, all right. <laughs> um, there is something really good about the writing here in this episode. And it's this Black Ram. Because his name is Black Male, which Ooh. is foreshadowing. And that's the most clever writing they've done in this entire show yet. Entire show being Metabot's Damashi, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was um, I was genuinely impressed. <laughs> um, and also, uh, when Don Draculia just gets his shit wrecked, um, he's got a snake metal. He does, yeah. Which specializes in virus and bug attacks, which are debuffs. Oh, which yeah. is um, again foreshadowing yeah and i was uh, like well cam shows up where's this for the rest of the episode <laughs> this one fight had everything I, I do want to mention like the, like you, we've got tad and these other nameless <laughs> goons who are who are just like doing this two-on-two fight and you know tad's here like uh attack the guy uh do the thing uh you know attack that one no wait that one <laughs> and obviously dracudon's like i don't understand what you want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the other three, they are operating on a level of pre- of precision of, like, Victor. Like... Yeah. I mean, this is... They, I mean, th- this is the town that won the Metabot Championship. All the kids gotta know that they gotta up their game. And also, everybody's uh, uh, Metabots are getting murdered by, like, military-grade kilobot hardware right now. <laughs> like, this is three kids who have been going to Pro Tour qualifiers of Magic the Gathering for years. Yeah. Who point out a guy who's buying his first Magic deck, and they're like, hey, come play a two-on-two match with us. We need to practice. Yeah. It's like now, a bunch of teenagers who literally hang out at Star City Games in Roanoke, Virginia, and then go to an elementary school to challenge, like, a five-year-old to play Magic. <laughs> no, I, I was... Um, Okay, I know I rag on Magic the Gathering a lot because it's awful and it like it really is. Um, because when I worked at slash help run a comic book shop, I was a referee for Magic, <laughs> and it was the worst because I saw the worst kind of people, which were, hey, I'm forty, uh, twice divorced, and I don't have a place to live because I spend my all my money on Magic the Gathering. Hey, you're a seven-year-old. I'm gonna get any sort of happiness I can out of beating you, and I just saw that every day. And a lot of them are so vicious too. Well, they have to be. They don't have anything else going for them except for all the money they sunk into their decks. That's it. And I, I had to watch that, which is why I can never play Magic the Gathering. But <laughs> these people are out there every day, and some of them have metabots. <laughs> uh, well, uh, much like those terrible people, Cam shows up. And it's like, hey, you, uh, you know, uh, uh, pick your chin up, kid. Here, I can give you an edge to beat people. Uh, and takes a snake metal and sprays it with green gas. And uh, <laughs> that's that's the last we see of these two. <laughs> I thought he was uh, disintegrating it in like some sort of acid. And we were going to see it destroyed. And I was like, oh, shit, we're watching death on screen. But no, he just sprayed some glow in the dark I, shit I thought it. it was at least going to like transform the metal into a kilobot metal but no he just that's what sprays I thought it, too yeah. he just sprays it with green I was, gas uh, okay, it, I was it, like oh the, 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 the green gas is going to like turn the metal gray and we're going to see it experience ego death yeah <laughs> <laughs> the guy didn't have much ego to begin with I watched that fight well uh, <laughs> next day Sam uh, comes there uh, Sam comes to the school at midnight uh, because she got a message from Sloan to, uh, to meet him there and is immediately talking about how spooky the school is uh, and you know oh this is so weird oh. uh, to be here nobody's here da 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 I want to uh, point out really quick a, hold on yeah. this is the old pepper cat design 
we're back, baby. Okay. This is the original Pepper Cat design. Because either they just drew her off model multiple times in a row, and so off model <laughs> she had a different design, which, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them, but I believe enough was different that it was just a different Pepper Cat design. This is Pepper Cat classic here. We're back to it. We did it. We won. What? Mission accomplished. Do y'all want a tinfoil hat theory? What if yes. the reason that, like... What are the reason that like half to two thirds of this episode looks really good and is well written is because originally it was going to be in a previous season and they just didn't finish it. I I could buy it. <laughs> is that why Tam only uh, Cam only shows up for like five uh, like two and a half minutes of the, of the episode? They added him in in post. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it works. Oh, uh. Uh, we'll, we'll get to more supporting information with this too. Uh, I think maybe, uh, but yeah, uh, she, you know, she heads in, uh, here's a kid start to address her from the corner of the classroom because it, the finding out that it's not Sloan and it's the kid and his Dracudon. And, uh, we cut away just as, uh, like they, they get into a fight and pepper cat gets gassed. What could this possibly mean? Um, but the next day, Icky's all sleepy, and everyone's hanging out uh, next to the ice cream truck or whatever. Uh, and, you know, he's sleepy because he keeps playing a spooky uh, video game called Evil Zombie Fright Fest 2 before he goes to bed. And uh, Sloan and Spike are giving him shit for it because it's giving him nightmares. Uh. <laughs> when Icky names his game, he sounds like Dexter. Because he goes, Evil Zombie Fright Fest 2... <laughs> yeah, it's it's de- it's really weird, and it makes me think that they have yet again changed the voice actor for Icky. <laughs> that would be pretty good. Uh, if uh, every episode... It's just Quantum Leap, but we're only seeing it from the outside, and we just get a new guy playing Icky every episode. Um, I can't wait for the episode where John H. Benjamin plays Icky. <laughs> I would love Shout that, Shout out yes. to Sloan for doubling his uh, his amount of lines. <laughs> In like yeah. this and the previous season. Um, so the conversation is, uh, they're talking about this rumor going around. Uh, that's the entire conversation is about how uh, if you go out at night, Metabots will attack you and um, you turn your Metabot into a zombie. And then that goes out and attacks everyone else. And then um, what's his name? Glasses New Kid? Not Sasuke? Um, yeah, Sasuke. Sasuke's there. He doesn't say anything in this fucking episode. Uh, um he goes, oh, add in post. That's just like a Dracula. <laughs> I'm like, it is just like a Dracula. <laughs> it that's is right. just like a Dracula. <laughs> um, and Sloan's making fun of Icky because he's like, I don't want to talk about this. And he's like, what are you scared? He goes, I'm not scared of ghosts. I hate them. It's anger, <laughs> not fear. <laughs> and, then, and then he goes, it's okay to be afraid. And he goes, Oh, yeah. Very sarcastically. Oh, yeah. I'm so afraid. Ooh, I'm so scared of ghosts. They make me cry. And he goes, that was serious. That was honesty right there. (laughs) And they just start making fun of Iggy for the rest of the time. I'm like, all right. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I uh, Sasuke, whatever. I who cares what his real name is? His Um, his real dub name is Zero. If I remember. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Sasuke. (laughs) So, yeah, Sasuke. (laughs) That's right. That's why I didn't care about his real name because it wasn't good. Because um, they they mention his name like once in the sub, and then they just never address him again, which is fine. He doesn't need a name. Um, I do have a problem with his design while lined up with the screws, Icky, uh, Ney, and um, Arika, because he's just you can tell he's a newer design. 
Yeah. He, he just looks just enough out of place with all these new, with all these old returning characters, even if yeah. one of them got a new updated look. That is, that is the thing that I will give Genkai is Genkai looks like somebody who fits in with everybody mm-hmm. else. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Genkai absolutely just seems like someone who is just off to the left in a higher grade for the previous two seasons. <laughs> you know what it is? Sasuke looks like a self-insert OC. And since he does have Dorcas, not Rakusho, he kind of he kind of really does feel like that. Yeah. Okay. And he's okay. So cool and mysterious because he puts on a big frumpy cape. Uh, but yeah. Um. Uh. <sighs> you know. Uh. The, the the whole crew breaks up. Sam goes back to her house. Uh. And and you know sees the lifeless body of Peppercat roughed up on her bed. Uh. And gets a message on her official Metabot tablet from Cam. Uh. To come meet us at his house if if she wants to put Peppercat back to normal. Um. So she goes there and uh, is, like, ready to turn over intel on Icky to heal Peppercat. But uh, Cam needs more of her help. Uh, you know, she uh, he needs uh, her to help him scare Icky. And she says no, but then we also immediately cut to her getting ready to scare Icky. <laughs> <laughs> they do her so dirty yeah, this season. but... This is the only part of it so far that I'm like, okay, because she's seen for the rest of the episode being very conflicted. And this part, she's like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to help you anymore. And he goes, yeah. well, then Peppercat's just going to fucking die. I'm like, <laughs> uh, and, and they then do she's a much like, better job in this episode, like really yeah. selling that Sam has interiority about this and honestly feels very yes. bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, maybe yeah, it's just after all the other episodes, it's like, <clears throat> You do her dirty by not giving her a character, and then you give her a character, and it's just to, like, shove her to the ground and kick her. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the last couple episodes were her going, this guy's not a threat. Icky can beat anybody. It's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll screw him over a little bit. He'll be okay. And then now she's like, oh, shit, wait. These are actually bad guys? Maybe that's what's going on. And they just yeah. don't put that in the show at all. But um, blackmail. Oh. Blackmail is a good reason. I like it. <laughs> Is he is Cam actually blackmailing Arika in this episode? Uh, he's blackmailing Sam. He will not he- okay. help cure Peppercat if um if uh, she doesn't help him defeat Icky. Okay, yeah, like that is um, outright stated. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, I I don't know why I thought there was going to be an actual connection to the Black Ram named Blackmail. No, uh, <laughs> no, it just it, that was foreshadowing. Okay. There there was a guy um, named Blackmail. That look, you take what you can get. Okay. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, much like that, Arika has a hot tip about where the zombie metabots are, because she's taking what she can get, and has recruited Icky and Metabi to come help out and be their, their bodyguards and, and protect them in case things go bad. Um, it's also when we get an Icky or ex-Arika bait-and-switch, which I do not like to see, and I really hope that Dimashi does not keep pursuing this line. <laughs> God. I was like, oh no. Oh no! It begins. Please, please also let it end. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is you know we find out that uh, Arika's source that the the zombie metabots are at the school is uh, from Sam, uh, which immediately Icky doesn't trust, and he's right too because the screws are literally lying in wait, uh, getting ready to scare Icky with an elaborate haunt- haunted house they've built inside of the school. <laughs> That's good. Now uh, I want to remind you, um, this is the second uh, fake ghost story. In it fact. Is. So this is episode six. The Gimme Ghost, also episode six. 
Oh, they just in, love doing horror episodes on episode six. In the English dub, it, it was episode yeah. seven in the Japanese. But, but, still pretty good. I, there yeah. was like 50 episodes do, ago. We're fine. I do appreciate that it's like, Icky being scared of ghosts is a recurring character beat from the earlier seasons. Like, yeah. this was one of the few non-metabot pieces of character characterization that we got from him, and it's still around. Yeah. Maybe they, although... Also, maybe they were just running out of ideas for episodes, and they were like, "All right, let's just what what do, what was the stuff we had with Iggy again? All right, scared of ghosts. Let's yeah. do a ghost episode." Yeah, um, and they go into the school, and we're immediately treated to how Japan has so many different kinds of ghosts because they start getting they hear baby noises, and that's scary for some reason. I, I there is a spooky baby about. <laughs> look, it is scary just to hear a baby where a baby shouldn't be. Okay. It is. Yeah, if I was walking around at night in a school, in an abandoned, well, in a school where no one else is supposed to be, and I heard a baby crying, I would, I might look for the baby very carefully, but I would also probably just get the fuck out. Listen, I would, the, ba- I would be the baby's going to night school so that it can get an education to help out its mom. That's you know, you know that maybe sometimes just has to sleep with the man for a little bit of money because that baby's at home hungry and crying. And going baby through night school. Education. That baby's a boss. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can talk about boss baby on the podcast more if you want. We're going to move on. Uh, <laughs> do, I, we, you cannot put the, you know, Mitch, you have talked me into a lot of things. We've joked a lot about a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, I, I can't believe that Bazinga became our outro. I am never doing a boss baby podcast. <laughs> Never say never. Bring him down, Mitch. It's only it's a matter of time. <laughs> it, I, so, look, I got such a good name for it. Like We're not going to hear it. Uh, so Icky gets scared and runs off. Uh, everybody chases after him. They end up on the stairs where he finally stops. Arika's like, oh, thank you. Or, you must be tired. You finally stopped. Only to see that Icky is looking up the stairs and seeing a spooky lady. And then they turn to run again, and at the bottom of the stairs, there's a second spooky lady. We're looking at two spooky ladies. <laughs> but very distinct spooky ladies. Yeah. I think one of them might be supposed to be a Yukiona, like an, an ice lady. Yes. The other one I don't recognize. But yeah, definitely two very distinct, specific ghosts. I um, entirely separate from one another. I it's thought- the it's not a Yukiona. It's like a um because because uh, she's holding a mirror. It's like a it's like a vanity ghost or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about the other one other than I it's a, it was a, it's you know I it's it was a, a kimono lady. I thought it was a haunted doll. Then it might just yeah, be because, it might be a haunted yeah. doll. That would make sense. Yeah, I thought it was because the face looks porcelain, but yeah. that could also just mm-hmm. be because it was Crosser Dog in a mask. Yeah, yeah, because it does just turn out to be Crosser Dog and and Spike in a mask. The only no. thing they've ever done without fucking up is scare Icky. <laughs> no, because Spike, his only line is, "Wow, we look scary." Oh man, I even scare myself. Then he looks in the mirror and screams and cries. <laughs> and then I do want to shout out. Yeah, I ju- I just want to shout out real quick the from the previous joke with the crying baby is they had a a thing where Totalizer and Sloan were just. They had um, fishing rods with light bulbs on yeah, the end. Yeah, that's on each true. Hand, but Totalizer can't grab stuff, so he yeah. just had the fishing rods tied to his arms with rope. And yeah, it was adorable. It's yeah, it's like they're braced into his his big clunky turtle fingers, and then just like tied off into them. It's yeah, it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> um. So right after Icky gets scared and runs off, uh, he and Arika hide in a room, and Icky says, 
I'm so scared and starts sobbing and says, I wet myself. <laughs> like, this is not a joke to him. He's crying yeah. and peed himself. He's being, tra- he's like literally being traumatized right now. Uh, he is a child. And you, but you know, it'll calm a kid down. Just a little music, just a little nice ghost piano, uh, which first, appears to be played by Samantha. <laughs> first of all, Samantha can't, I, I wholeheartedly instantly believed Samantha can play classical music on a piano. Oh yeah, totally. She is a ballerina. You, this is in a real yeah. house. This is, this is absolutely a thing that her mom would have made her learn. Uh, for one reason or another, she's classically trained. Uh, she's going to go on to get a, um, a like a, a, a master's degree in rhetoric and like Greek history or something and then go to law school. <laughs> the the other thing I saw as soon as I saw her play piano was, oh, play it again, Sam. OK, I get it just right away. Uh, uh, Mitch, um, Rick never says play it again, Sam, in the movie Casablanca. Thank you. Oh, is that from something? I just thought it was a nice song. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, sadly, she doesn't play it again because they go to uh, uh, confront her and tell her to knock it off and and touch her shoulder. And, and she turns and her face is completely blank. Um, and they, you know, uh, get scared and run out of the room again. Um, and just, you know, Sam takes the mask off her face and just is clearly her heart isn't in it. She's not as much as she would clearly love to be doing this. Uh, she knows that she's doing it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> that shot of her removing the face and looking so sad is incredible. <laughs> you know, she's conflicted. If like making Icky pee himself, isn't the highlight of her week. Yeah. Like that should be, that should be like something she writes down. Dear diary today was great. And she's not gonna, and that's that's yeah. the real tragedy here. Well, it's at, just how Cam likes to steal the the personality and and emotions from Metabots. He's also determined to steal the passions from their Metafighters as well. I mean, okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm down. Uh, we do get a good joke coming up here with this next scene. Uh, yes, because they run out of the hallway and they find Pepper Cat and. Uh, you know, Peppercat has has red eyes now, so that we know that she's under zomboid control, that she's been draculified, uh, and takes a few steps to- forward and then stumbles. And of course, her wife Brass goes to catch her mm-hmm. and comfort her, but that's when Zombie Peppercat shocks Brass to death uh, so, and takes her over with her Dracula powers. We have one Meta B uh, X Brass ship, but like, where's all my Brass Peppercat ships? Yeah. I, I, I hope this is the rare not, pair yeah. that, that AO3 deserves, clearly. Uh, one, cov- one small asterisk is there was one technically Meta B slash br- uh, and Brass fic. However, it was in fact five very short one shots averaging like 100 to 500 words. Okay, that's nice. The author, the, yeah. uh, the author just decided to put them all in the same chapter. Yeah. I appreciate when an author does flash, flash fiction and then collects them into one one volume to distribute. You know, how many words? It's good for everybody's time. How many words do you need? Here's this person. Here's this person. They're both cute. They smush. Done. Like that's it. Like that's what fan fiction needs. Twenty words stops. Anything after that, you're just uh, wasting time. Listen. Sometimes you just want to curl up with a nice cup of cocoa and a blanket all around you and a good 50,000 word slow burn like incredibly heavy on the pi- on the pining angsty fic. I, That's all right. Fiction. 
20 word um, stop. I am telling you all that I did just tweet Brass X Pepper Cat Rare Pair onto the Metal Watch feed and I'm now retweeting it on my personal account. So thank you very much. Uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for your service. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, you know, there. This is also when all of the other zombie metabots show up behind them. They've all coalesced here, um, as uh, you know, B is getting ready to shoot Peppercat to defend everybody. But Sam steps in. Uh, Samantha will not let them uh, harm Peppercat because you know it's Peppercat isn't making these decisions. She's had her mind Draculified, uh, and uh, she'll do anything to, to protect her still. And that's when Icky makes the decision that they should run away again and they go and they hide in the science room um they run in the science room and they see a coffin and uh well we we get a we get a comedic dust cloud as they pile all of the 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 like full-sized lab desks and chairs against the uh the door to block it and the re- only remaining piece of furniture is yes a casket uh <laughs> yeah they fully barricade themselves inside it's yeah, pretty good and then find the casket um and apparently both metabee and icky don't know what it is so they ask Arika what it is. Uh, then she goes, oh, it's a Hitsugi. Uh, then Medibi goes, oh, what's a Hitsugi? Uh, then Iki goes, oh, they're curly hair. And they go, bah. So they go, oh, not, a, not a Hitsugi. Hitsugi. You know, the box you put dead people in. And then they freak out. There's dead people there. But uh, it's a good bit. They do a different bit in the dub, and I can't remember what it was because it honestly wasn't funny. No. It was like, Iki mistakes what you put in a casket or something. Uh, not as I good. think it was supposed to be a basket pun. Um, but yeah, uh, they do, they open it up and, uh, Draculon rises out of it in good Dracula fashion. Um, or excuse me, Don Dracula. <laughs> Don Draculio. John, Don Draculio. Don Draculio. And this is when, um, Tad steps out of the darkness and Tad has also become <laughs> Draculified. He's, he's put like turned his collar up, his hair's extra straight up and he has fangs now, which does make me think this is a pre Damashi episode. And clearly he did something to Draculify himself. <laughs> now he did already have one fang beforehand, but that was just a quirky anime fang. These are like yeah. Dracula fangs. Maybe he's self-conscious about his fangs, so usually he tries to hide them. And now, now that he's found his Millennium Puzzle and that he's like found his true persona, yeah, he's out. He's all out there, and he's like, "Yeah, time to show off these fangs, baby." Yeah. <laughs> Look, my parents named me Tad, and I'm into Dracula's. So I got to work with it. Yeah. I'm gonna pop this collar. I'm gonna spike my hair, and I'm just gonna roll with it. Well, uh, Tad is actually short for Tad Sylvania. <laughs> My notes in the second ep- in the second half of this episode keep referring to him as Tam. So honestly, I don't know if his name is Tad or Tam. It, you know, it's it something. Would, uh, I hope it's not Tam because the Tam Cam pairing is bad. No, thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, so we do get um, a kind of bad fight scene here, uh, at least for except for one specific part that is good and I love it. But uh, Dracudon is effort effort uh, effortlessly defending uh, against. Metabee's assault, uh, which is mostly punches for some reason, uh, and then continues to punch back. Um, Metabee even hits him with his laser fusor, but it's com- <laughs> it just turns into red mist and is completely effective, ineffective. Um, and that's when Dracudon gives him the clamps, opens up them big teeth arms, and just, just latches on to You Metabee. know what? I did not watch the uh, 
the dub for this episode, and I might have should have, because <laughs> there's a good bit going on. Did you guys not get the bit about the onions? Oh no, we we yeah got we get them. Long, yeah, okay. we got a long bit, and I wrote them all down. Yeah, okay, thank because God. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, uh, Dragonod's, like, latched on to Metabee, and they don't know what they're going to do, all the, all, like, you know, everything's ineffective, and so then Arika has the bright idea, oh, we should use garlic power. <laughs> they are specifically onions in the sub, and they do look like onions instead of garlic. I think they look like big garlic. I've had garlic that size before. Get a nice, healthy, big old garlic. That's fair. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but no, obviously, yeah. and they they proceed to uh, uh, Icky and Erika proceed to hold garlic and chant uh, like vampire go away or something, and uh, it doesn't work. So Erika pulls out a piece of silver, and they start using that instead. Also, doesn't work. Uh, it's is a cross. it silver in the dub? It's a cross. Oh yeah, they. I thought that. I thought it might be. I thought they might have just yeah. edited the sides off the cross. It's yeah. like, why does Arika have a straight cube of of silver uh, just hanging around? Yeah, it is straight they up are across. In the science lab, though. I like. I just figured she grabbed it from the from like a nearby table. Right? Uh, it's like, oh, yeah. there. Here's the stick of magnesium. Or something. Yeah, she would. She would carry silver with her. She believes in aliens and werewolves and stuff. That's true. Hey, yeah. Her carrying um, silver with her isn't weirder than her carrying a cross with her. <laughs> this is true it would be less weird if uh my original assumptions that they were in southern japan or kyushu proved true where there's a higher christian population uh but here we are <laughs> i think i think we proved I mean, they were... she is ghost hunting tonight yeah, yeah that's fair yeah um and then yeah she pulls out prayer beads she pulls out a whole bunch of other japanese blessing tools like it's a yeah. good bit are you sure you don't mean a necklace a bookend and streamers yeah or dirty socks or dirty socks. <laughs> she just keeps saying, the "How about this? The, How about this? How about this?" Yeah, uh, the dirty socks. I I will forgive uh, referring to uh, because it's not actually referring to an actual like all, everything else that she pulls out is like um a, like a religious implement that you would find in Buddhism mm-hmm. or Shinto or something. And the dirty socks is just like a Halloween, a Japanese style Halloween decoration of a bunch of like little tiny sheet ghosts uh, on a string, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dirty socks. That's good. Yeah. Um, So this is when uh, they, you know, uh, excuse me. This is when Icky does a little, does a little thinking finally. And and uh, maybe detects Dracudon's uh, uh, you know weakness and uh, tells Metabi to give him the old neck chop and B does and apparently that's effective for some reason. <laughs> it's less armor, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but he goes for the second neck chop, and this is where Dracudon really latches on and grabs onto those arms. Uh, and uh, you know Metabi can't get free. And that's when um, we get the one sick thing that happens in this fight. Uh, you know, I know we've talked about this, that we don't like the mm-hmm. way they've kind of mm-hmm. changed how the meta parts are handled. But it is sick as shit when Icky tells Metabee to release the arm parts and Metabee does and then backflips out of the grab and lands and begins aiming the homing missiles at, at fucking Draculon, Don Draculo. Uh, it's just, it's good. It's a good move. Yeah. This is the kind of move that I want to see them do this idea I just, with. <laughs> I just wish his entire arm came off instead of just he move. he takes his little arms out of his sleeveys. You know what I'm saying? If his entire arm's ejected, yeah. I, I would be yeah. 100% down for an armless 
Medebi ready to shoot a guy. Yeah. But uh, I don't want to see Medebi walking around with his naked arms. Yeah. We see he just popped his biceps no. right off. It's just it's, you don't want to look at it. No. Uh, it, that's, it is that's for his husband and no one else. It is clearly <laughs> bot girl summer. He's going sleeveless. He's got to show off them guns. <laughs> yeah, well, the guns are yeah. on the arms. He's got guns on oh, his head man. too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh man. Uh, this also, is this. This so goes. This is like what the second or third fight in this season, this series. I'm sorry. Um, can't believe I got that one wrong. Uh, in this series, where Medibi wins by pointing a gun at somebody instead of shooting a gun. Well, it's he doesn't just win by doing that. That's where you know now they're at this this standoff. This is when Icky like really reaches out to Tad and is like, "Hey, like you know, look at your Metabot. He's he's such an idiot. He's so devoid of personality <laughs> because of the the green kilobot gas that you gassed him with that he can't even process the fact that uh you know um he he's holding on to Metabee's parts but they're not attached to Metabee's body and like is that the is that the Don Draculo that you remember is that really your friend and that's what breaks this kid out of it and he realizes oh no I've done a terrible thing to get power like this isn't my friend, you know, I'm supposed to be the idiot. Uh, Don Draculo is supposed to be the smart one. And, and I have to re-reverse these roles. <laughs> uh, he just loses his evil face. Yeah. Like yeah. his face, like, and they don't, they, it just happens on screen. One face shifts into the other. And it's like, that's a different character. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. Right. He became de-Draculified. Um, Look, that's what happens to me at uh, midnight on November 1st. Like, my face just, it's not evil anymore. It's okay. Oh, man. I do really like just Dracudon, like, sitting there in front of Metabee and just, like, cr- trying to crush his two arm parts he has in his big claws and just, like, shaking them up and down, just going, and the kid's just like, not like the kid could just say open your claws and keep fight and go fight the other guy like go fight the guy in front of you like he could just say that but instead he's like hmm. historically he's too dracula yeah historically right. he's a bad metaphor really dumb <laughs> and yeah. can't give directions that's why he had a green gas's buddy that's right you're, yeah. you're you are 100 right yeah i'm a little sad we didn't get to see any green gas during the fight yeah well, uh, the important thing is all the other zombie metabots and the screws show up uh, and and start questioning like, oh, you've you've defeated the the Dracula metabot, but how do we cure everybody? And that's when the kid pulls out a vaccine <laughs> that will cure the zombies. It's a spray vaccine what? for metabots. <laughs> Why is this here? Why was this made? <laughs> well, the kid had his own uh, his own supply, I guess. But like, yeah. A spray vaccine for infected metabots. Like, every part of that is just, all right, yeah, okay, okay, thank yeah. you, okay, I'll now, take it. He- here's the part that really threw me through a loop, is we hear a feminine voice call out about how, oh, that's not needed, we'll win anyways, and I immediately thought, oh my god, did they bring Gil Girl back? Is Gil Girl here now? And no, it's just, I've never seen Cam, I've never heard Cam's voice while Cam isn't on screen. And mm. Cam is here. And this is where I have come up with our new theory for Metabots. Um, remember how we used to ask, uh, when Sam isn't on screen, where's Sam? Um, 
I, th- I think the opposite of that is true for Cam. When Cam <laughs> is on stream, we should be asking what different show should we be watching? <laughs> because um, Cam sucks. Cam, Cam isn't suck. th- every time Cam is on screen, this show is awful. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but he does come with an incredibly sick kilobot. I hate oh, I uh, disagree. Yeah. I think it's bad. Cutter looks awful. Uh, he's got a knife head and two knife arms and his legs are Swiss army knives and I hate it. Uh, one, one is just like a, like a kitchen knife. His left arm is the big bulky serrated knife from the soldier bot. And his other arm is a slightly cooler, more fun shaped sword. But other than that, it's like a dark knight sword. It's like a, it's, it's one yeah. of those like big fantasy metal, heavy metal. The, the ones with like yeah. the, um, the little rounded bit up top. Yeah, yeah, Colin would know. I I don't know swords. They they're pointy and they go in people. Like that's good enough for yeah. me. Um, this is a metabot. This is a, a robot design that you should only ever put in a show if the first thing it does is a quadruple fl- front flip while trying to attack something. Yeah, this thing should be a, a. It should be being Sonic the Hedgehog and like rolling across the ground to hurt someone. Um, uh, yeah. Instead of that, he goes to make one slow attack and Dracudon eats it and uh, dies. And there's no sound effect when it happens. <laughs> Just none whatsoever. Yeah. He just takes the yeah. hit and falls on the ground. Yeah. It's, you know, if, if, if he didn't die and fall on the ground, I don't, I don't think I would have known that it hit him because it didn't show the knife hitting him. And you certainly didn't hear a sound of it hitting him. <laughs> so it's name in the, uh, the the sub is uh KKZ uh Krikenzam. And I was like, okay, okay. And that's the exact same name as uh the Pokemon B Sharp. So that's fun. Okay. That's a little fun fact for you. It, it's the most uh, fun thing about this. It's a good Pokemon though. Yeah, it is. Um and it's the only fun part about this whole fight for me. Look, I, I've gotten used to how like the kilobots just don't look good. Um <laughs> I can't believe they gave us finally one good Metabot design, and it's not really the bad guy this episode. And you know this one's not sticking around. No, he's yeah. not. Like the, Tad didn't get a name. It's like it's five hundred percent that this thing isn't sticking around. It's like no. The thing that please. this does give me hope for is that Dracudon is clearly like an actual Metabots design from the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unlike the kilobots, I can't imagine the kilobots are in a single game. They look awful to to put in fucking pixel art or whatever. Um, there's there's like twenty five metabots games. There's probably a couple with kilobots. There's like one kilobots game. Uh, I mean, Cam is probably at least well. I think this like Damashi supposedly takes after one of the games specifically, right? Oh no, it's <laughs> at least like I think it's a little more game based, which is why it is. Not great, necessarily. It, like, the problem is that it follows the game's plot. Yeah. It, so the bad Pokemon anime series were the ones that followed the game. So, I, I guess it tracks. The Indigo yeah. Plateau part was really good. <laughs> well, uh, everybody, they, they distribute the vaccine. They they get their jab. Uh, and it, It's free. You know... Uh, a, a month and two weeks later, all of them are finally cured, and we're still in this fight. Um, and uh, everyone's ready to beat the shit out of Cam and Cutter, so Cam and Cutter just run away. His uh, name is Cutter. And, That's a bad name yeah. for a sword robot. God. Give him a better name. Like Mean Cutter, even, or something. He's a bad guy. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, Cutter's like what I would call the, the little one with the, the, the little one with the woodcutter... Yeah, Kintaro? Uh, guy from, like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Kintaro. 
Like Cutter is a Kintaro name. Yeah. Yeah. That's that kind of name. This guy, I don't I don't know, call him like Heavy Special Blade Mark IV or something. Yeah. Something, something stupid, but more, you know, more extra. Yeah. His design is extra. His name should be more I guess he is competing with Dracodon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess they, they just they, didn't they, want to yeah, work hard. They don't want it to, yeah. They don't want to outsell Dracudon. Dracudon is the clear star of this episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm ready to move um, on to the next episode. This, I, I'm done with. I'm done with this. Dracudon uh, doesn't we, do anything else. Get rid. Well, we real quick though. Dracudon is dead on the floor, and even though we know that that means that they just have to slightly repair them slash just hit the button that makes the life bars go back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kid does cry over him, and that's what brings the Dracula back to life. Um, yeah, but his. His emotions were explicitly like destroyed or whatever, right? They, they, but he co- he wakes up and they're, and they're like, "You did it! You brought him back." Well, also, let's go get Miss Nye to fix his body. Well, uh, the 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 dub specifically frames it as like he like wakes back up and says one thing and then goes back to being like emotionless. And they're like, "Oh, Miss Nye can like can can help you know uh, get him back to normal." And so they do take him to Miss to Miss Nye to destankify him. Um and. Uh, that's when he comes out and he says, oh, good evening, everyone. Bleh. And then the episode ends. <laughs> God. Uh, I, I'm glad Miss Nye got screen time. Uh, she is the yeah. best character in the show. Not surprising. She was the best character in the show last time around as well. Yeah. I mean, um, she's she's getting about the same amount of screen time as she did in, in seasons one and two, honestly. Like, because there, there were episodes where they would just pop into the 7-Eleven for, like, a scene and she would be in the background or have a couple of lines. And that's I just, it. I just hope she got paid by uh, <laughs> Tad because her giving free stuff to Icky, whatever, he's the main character, they're old friends, okay, sure. But, like, she doesn't know Tad and Tad is actually not great. So, like, do charge him for the work you have to do. She, especially since, she didn't do it for Tad. She did it for Don Dracula. <laughs> especially since... Well, she's, she, she's doing it for the secret war that she's waging against Cam. And she's like, yes, I will heal this soldier. <laughs> she's actually Nye Helsing. And she just wanted to get a good Dracula on her team. Um, we find out the damage uh, broke the tin pet. So she ha- she couldn't, like, fix him, fix him. She repaired him. And then repainted his body, so that way he at least looks as good as new. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, he shouldn't fight on that that arm. I'm like, who? okay. I mean, I guess... Get a new tidbit. That's what this whole show's about. I, I guess if, uh, if she wasn't getting paid, the kid didn't buy any uh, new parts. She's like, all right. I mean, I welded the spot back together and painted them. Get out of here, kid. You, suck. you know, put put the put the metal on top of a, an air conditioner for a couple of hours to get stank off of it. You know, <laughs> get, get rid of all that green gas. Well, maybe maybe it was just all the green gas trapped inside of it, and she just had to like she had the she had like the one tool that you need to break the factory seal in the right way without voiding the warranty. <laughs> yeah, she's just got a toothbrush and a little bit of Dawn back there. She gave it a little scrub. She's like, all right, now soak this in rice for a little bit. He's fine. Yeah. She's, you know. She stole from Dr. Aki the proprietary screw. Yeah, yeah. She's The proprietary screwdriver. Yeah. She stole the those hex-headed screwdrivers from Dr. Aki when uh, she left the Metabots Corporation. The proprietary screws are, you know, they were in this episode earlier. Yeah. Uh, uh, do we want to move on to Lights, Camera, Row Battle? No, we uh, have to. It's how we, um, we set up this podcast. 
Yeah, uh, Icky and Metabee are watching an episode of Electro Kid Jam with Cinnamon and Sugar Girl. Okay, so this is this is how cat like I haven't seen Cowboy Bebop in a couple months. This is Cowboy Bebop, right? You got a cute little cowgirl telling the news on TV. Not really. Uh, I mean, it is it is very clearly supposed to be like a um like an idol variety show kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um. But I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think it's like the 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 bounty head or whatever that fucking show is called. The jackpot, or <laughs> I, I don't remember. We'll find out when they make a bad version of it for the uh, the Netflix adaptation or whatever. Um, <laughs> but haven't you heard they got Yoko? Kano they did to got do the they, music, and that that means everything will be perfect and nothing will be wrong, and it'll be the greatest show. In the you know universe. who they don't you can't say anything wrong about? Well, you know, well, but also John shows John shows hair looks cute too in that that little teaser. Uh, you I know will give it back. Actually, yeah, I, I will. I will give it back. All three of them look pretty good. But you know who, who ma- was instrumental in making Cowboy Bebop great and is not in the new show? Tensei Ukamura from Metabots. He's not involved in live action, so it's not going to be good. He was. Is he involved with this show? No, I don't. I don't think so. I haven't seen anything that he was involved in. Actually, this show. I believe he left for other projects, and I I couldn't find his name anywhere in any of the credits. I've Googled, I could not find his name attached to Damashi. So what you're telling me is that the live-action Cowboy Bebop is going to be Cowboy Bebop Damashi. <laughs> yeah, Netflix is really going out of their shell to put some Japanese in the title. Uh, so it's the Electro Kid Jam. It's it's some, like, variety kid-focused show with, uh, you know, um, your your classic European-style idol girl and your classic Gyaru-style idol girl. Uh, or I guess not European, like fashionable, I guess is, is like the term you would apply for her. That's her type or whatever. Uh, I, I don't titles. I don't know. I don't know why I know so much about them. <laughs> you know what? So, uh, the blonde candy, she's Italian. She says grazie. Like she, th- she sprinkles in Italian the entire time. She's got multiple voice clips of her going mama mia when something happens. She's straight up Italian. Okay. Which, which is why I think they're going to be reoccurring characters. You don't make yeah. somewhat Italian in an anime without them coming back later. That just doesn't happen. It is a weird thing for the anime to do, uh, like like in the original Japanese. But it it could just be a bit. There could have been... This could be yeah. a reference to a show that we just do not know about and That's will fair. never know yeah. about. Yeah, <laughs> There could have been a uh, slightly popular um, Italian-Japanese uh, idol who uh, liked robots, and that's a reference, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're doing, uh, uh, they just talked to some sweaty little kid uh, in a baseball uniform, and now they're going to pull letters out of a big box, and the letter they pull is going to be the person who gets to guest on their next show. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, they pull out, and we find out that Icky uh, wrote in 80 submission forms to get on the show. <laughs> And uh, they pull his, they pull one of his letters out, and uh, they recognize him as, you know, uh, the almost champion of the Metabots world. And uh, one of them is even like, "Oh, this will be so exciting!" And make sure you bring that cute Metabee on too. And that, and suddenly Metabee's all on board with this. Um, um, so they show a picture of the uh, the the thing he sent in, and it's a hand drawn picture of himself posing to the camera. Like it's oh, it's great. I love it. It is so good. <laughs> Um, and, uh, Icky, um, says he wants to go specifically because he loves the, the, uh, the brunette and then the blonde candy 
or sugar, I guess, in the dub. Sugar girl. Sugar girl. Sugar is never said without sh- yeah. without girl. It's good, it's good, good. Sugar girl. Yeah. Uh, which is weird. It's it's really weird. It's cinnamon and sugar girl. Come on. Keep so, up. <laughs> uh, sugar girl goes, you know, Why? I've loved Metabi for a long time now and blows a kiss. And Meta B goes, okay, you got me. I've been a big fan of her for years. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. These two gross boys, I guess I guess they deserve each other. Because don't forget, they both love idols. This is true. What this episode really like, needed was Sloane giving us the real backstage deets about cinema, uh, Cinnamon and Sugar Girl. And sadly, we don't get that. I don't. Uh, but we do get. I don't take uh, them as like being around much. Like. They're idols, sure, but I they feel more like flash in the pan idols than like the uh, the Metabot trio from last series, you know. The 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 trio are more like internationally famous yeah. pop idols, whereas like these are uh, these these girls would still be known and popular. They're just more daytime TV idols, kind of thing. That's fair. Um, so the reason that I think sh- like they should have went with Sugar instead of Sugar Girl is because. On Canadian television, there was a programming block for about 15 or 20 years called YTV. Uh, called YTV. Well, YTV is the channel. <laughs> yeah. For a, over a decade, there was a specific programming channel, uh, programming block on it called The Zone. And they had, like, recurring guests, or they had recurring hosts who would introduce, like, the next episode, like, whatever the next show was going to be and whatever. And for about five or six years... The ma- the pr- the first secondary and then primary host of the zone was Sugar, uh, Sugar Lynn Beard, I believe, who also voices uh, the Mini Usa, like the the Mini Moon in Sailor Moon. All right. So that's why I'm like, oh yeah, Sugar. No, it's Sugar Girl, and that's why I'm always <laughs> there's like a weird disconnect every time I hear the word Sugar Girl. Well, it also just feels like a weird term. Yeah, yeah. It feels like that's the Sugar Daddy and that's the Sugar Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe maybe it is a Canadian thing because Metabots does have a lot of strong roots to Canada. Maybe, yeah. We we didn't get any sorries in this episode, sadly, but we have got a lot up until now. Uh, I know one was sorry. Yeah. Um. So, uh, this is when Arika shows up to beg to go along so that she can get the scoop on Sugar Girl's real real hair color. Um. Hmm. And then mm, also Sam like and the Screws show up too because Sam is still begging Icky to uh, basically treating Icky like uh, uh, he's her like protege and that she taught him everything that she uh, he uh, she knows and that clearly Icky is going to get her on the show too. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Arika going back to gossip in the dub. In in the sub, she goes, "I want to get it backstage. I want to see how things are really made on the show. I think people are going to be really interested in the behind the scenes work." That is more Arika. Going for gossip yeah, and feels real cheap, especially it, since we just had an episode about how that's bad. This is true. Want, wanting to see more about the TV production side of things would even fit more with having or, or like potentially getting more of an interest into like uh, the TV production side of things yeah. after her clash with the other group, you know? Yeah. It could have been like growth. Yeah. No, we don't get that in Damashi. Yeah. Why would you have growth on a kid's show? What, what if they see the episodes out of order? Then they won't make sense anymore. <laughs> uh, 
Anyways, uh, we get a quick scene of Cam recruiting Genkai to go after Icky, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, 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 at first, Cam or Genkai doesn't want to go on this this stupid Electro Kid jam until Cam tells him that Icky's going to be there and that they're going to beat the crap out of him, and suddenly he's so upset that Icky's the one who gets to hang out with Cinnamon and Sugar because Genkai sent in, like, 50 forms to get on the show or whatever and blah 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 And so, yeah, that's, you know, uh, this is... This is the episode that we're going to get, I guess. Uh, we uh, we get a fun reversal in the sub. So Genkai comes to Cam and goes, that idiot Icky is going to be on the show. And Cam's like, okay. He's like, he's going to go on the show, be a goody two-shoes with a metabot. No, I'm not going to stand for that. I want to go kick his ass live on TV. Cam <laughs> goes, I mean, that would show that my kilobots are better than metabots. He goes, and I get to beat Icky into the ground. It's win-win. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah, that's good motivation. Especially... In the rest of the episode, Genkai is all like gung ho about just trash Nishi, uh, Itchy on TV, and uh, Cam is you know more reserved doing his job, but he's not emotionally invested in it. That's fine. Uh, I I just liked Genkai. That's a... His main motivation was like I'm gonna embarrass Iki on TV. It sucks that he gets to be on TV. Fuck him. <laughs> That's actually, like, as much as I like Ginkai going, that's a stupid show for babies. Why are you asking me? Icky got on. Why, why does he get to hang out with Cinnamon and Sugar Girl? Like, as, as much as I like that bit, this other side is like, oh, Ginkai's actually a character with interiority and, like, wants and goals. And they just I involved. Really was, uh, yeah. has a good idea. I was not expecting to actually, like, really, like, this episode came on and be like, yeah, I like Genkai. Genkai should stick around. He's a yeah. good character. I do want to throw Cam in a flaming dumpster, though. Oh, absolutely. Uh, um, Maybe Genkai can take over the Kilowatt Corporation. Yeah. Genkai is not smart enough. <laughs> do not put that on him. Let him be a dumb you angry boy. <laughs> Mitch, you don't have to be smart to run a corporation. You should know that. <laughs> you know, corporations the rub themselves, really. <laughs> Uh, so we're at Pool City, uh, where the show is going to be shot. Um, and Arika is mad at how Icky and B are, are just so starstruck over getting hang out, getting to hang out with Cinnamon and Sugar Girl. Um, uh, Sam tries to run on the set and uh, gets picked up by a production crew, and he tries to use an excuse that she's Icky's maid or nun or something, and gets <laughs> thrown back with with the proles. And uh, I hope you like this animation because we're going to see it four more times. So <laughs> they just reuse the same frame. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Um, I do like Spike wearing a speedo. Like it's that's a good. nice touch. He seems the type. Uh, yeah. Sam wearing a uh, a one piece with a vest over it, also very good. These are yeah. Sloan just hanging out being normal. Uh, yeah, yeah, that fits his character too. <laughs> he's not interesting. He doesn't. I like Icky's doesn't have a summer outfit. Yeah, he's got he's got a completely different shirt and shorts than he usually wears, and I love. Yeah, that. <laughs> it's good. I, if, um, if if having five times the same animation that's boring with the same repeated bad joke is the cost for having this character design for like four seconds. <laughs> I, I'm i not saying it's worth it, but okay. I, I'll swallow that. Maybe every other episode, you know? <laughs> uh, well, uh, they start getting interviewed about how they're such good metafighters, and uh, they proceed to uh, be fake 
and talk about how they're such good friends and, uh, you know, how they never fight and they help each other out all the time. And everybody's like, this is not who they are. And we even get a cutaway to Sasuke walking through the street and seeing this on a TV on like a, a wall somewhere and getting mad, which doesn't make sense. I don't know why they're focusing on this character that has no lines in this episode that we don't yeah, care about. We cut uh, to Sasuke twice for no reason. Well, yeah. Um, the, the, uh, the argument, they're actually arguing in the, uh, in the sub, they're arguing who's better. Iki keeps saying, we only win because Metabi is so, uh, powerful and talented. And Metabi keeps saying we only win because Iki is so brilliant with his planning and tactics. It's a, like, it's about the same in the dub too. Yeah, but like, that's real <laughs> this cute. This is the nicest these two have been to each other. <laughs> they're lying, but it's very cute. Yeah. Um, this is uh, Giki does show up at the top of the uh, uh, the water slide behind them and calls everybody some Hollywood phonies, which we I love, really just love it, mm-hmm. uh, and challenges them to a fight and sends out the the new killabot for this episode, Lock Nex, uh, which this this yeah. metabot is really ugly, but I actually really fucking like it. <laughs> It does. I it it looks kind of sick. Yeah, uh, like it's, it's it's absolutely a bad looking metabot, but it's like got this big tank body and then like tank like a tank of air and like a big swiggly neck, and it's it, you know I like it. It's got harpoon arms. It's it's um it's got it's got. So the big thing here is um this isn't the metabot. Um, this is a mixture between two different metabots. Um. First of all, its name Locknex is great. Uh, yeah. I, I really like it. Uh, so the uh, the lower body, the tank part, it's a different color because that's from a tank. Yeah, and Metabot. that's that's obvious because like when they yeah. when they show the little title card for it, it is the actual Metabot with, with yeah. the proper aquatic legs, which we do um, see later in the episode. Um, yeah, <laughs> I its name in Japanese is Nessage, which is bad. I don't mind that. <laughs> it, it's nowhere near as good as Locknex. It's it's going for the same thing though. Uh, yeah, but it uh, Loch Ness, you know, it's about trapping, and it's Loch Ness. I like it. It's good. I it's a much better name. Um, he also has a fashion change where he's he's just showing up in like a black sweater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's good. This, this whole bit's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and all. Oh yeah. Also, uh, fucking um. He's got a little tongue he, in, on like the side of his <laughs> little head. There's just a little red bit. He's got. He's just sticking his little tongue out. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it does kind of look like that. He's uh, a yeah. Michael Jordan slamming dunks over here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Icky refuses to fight them um, because he knows that the Killabots always cheat. Um, and when they do fight, they they just completely wreck the other Metabot. And uh, so he's not. They're, they're, him, him and Metabi, they're going to refuse to fight. And so Genkai has Locknex shoot Metabi point blank with a harpoon gun. Anyways, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. So uh, the sub Icky doesn't want to fight because um, get this. Now I, I I know Sam's used to this, Colin. Um. So these two robots are fighting about ideology. I know that's uh, kind of new for you. Um. <laughs> This entire never, episode. Never do, seen that in a show in my entire life. Uh, the, these two robots are just the entire time, the entire fight is about right. ideology. Yeah. Um, uh, Icky keeps going, you know, it's no use trying to provoke me. A true meta fighter doesn't battle just to fight. And then he keeps talking about, you know, I want to fight fair and square. I want to follow the rules. Like they are there for a reason. And Genkai is just like, screw the rules. 
I fight to win. I'll do anything I can to win. That's a real fight to me. There's no yeah. point in fighting fair and square if you can't win. And just keeps shooting Meta B with harpoons. Yeah. And it's great. Um, we, also, we also see that Cam is controlling something from a van nearby. Um, and uh, we kind of cut back and forth between that and the, the fight as, uh, you know, a uh, Meta B almost punches Lochnex into the water, and and Cam is excited about that. And kind of just as things are getting bad, Lochnex switches to the the like flying dragon legs from that one Metabot that uh, Gil Girl had uh, mm-hmm. in like season one. Um, that's that's two Gil Girl references this podcast episode. Like we're doing good. They yeah they want they want to bring her back. I'm just waiting for the rubber robos next time we we record. Uh, well, the problem is Gil Girl retired. Remember. She was done with the life of crime. It got boring. Yeah, she's done with the life of crime, and she's moved on to the Kilobot Corporation, which is a totally legit job that involves no crimes. It just involves ignoring all rules. Would Cam be better in a Rubber Robo outfit? No. Yes. No, he would ruin it. We already we already had Boss Baby, the uh, the Rubber Robo, and that's the second Boss Baby reference this podcast episode. Like, this is a good episode. What if his real... <laughs> What if his real name is Cam Leibowitz, though? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. He's actually Shrimpy's, like, black sheep brother. Yeah, yeah he's Shrimpy's older brother. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, oh, man. Uh, so, uh, Meta B eventually gets forced into the water when uh, Cam controlling the actual full lock necks uh, with its grabber arm and uh, torpedo legs. Uh, reaches out of the water and drags uh, Metabee under, where Metabee gets the shit kicked out of him, uh, thrown back up and taken out, and Metabee has been defeated live on TV. The the metal pops out and everything. It is bad. Uh, Cam rolls out uh, while Genkai steps in to make fun of Icky, uh, and Icky challenges him to a rematch at some point. Um, and it's just, this is, we're only halfway through the episode, and things are just... Uh, this is the first time we've ever seen anything like this happen. <laughs> I don't get why this is a thing. Like, it, it's so confusing to me because it's like, yeah, everybody's watching and it's on TV, but it's like, clearly something grabs Metabee, drags him underwater, and then tosses him back out and he's lost. Like, he's unconscious. How does this have anything to do with Ginkai and his robot? Yeah. Uh, like, for, for the viewer. <laughs> because, obviously, it was a fight between Ginkai and Icky, so that means that if Icky lost, then Ginkai would have had to win. Yeah, that is that's how that works. Um, I think the coolest part of this whole fight was Metabee was fighting using a spear. Like, that was rad. He grabbed the harpoon he, and he just starts hitting Lock Necks with that, it. It's great. That is a cool bit where, like, you know, uh, the harpoons are sending up clouds of dust from, I guess, like, vaporizing the concrete around the pool as it hits the ground oh, it, or it's, whatever. It's uh, um, your classic harpoon dust. Yeah, uh, you, you, classic you know, harpoon dust, yeah. You, you know, uh, the, sometimes when uh, pirates... And sailors uh, argue at each other. They call each other, you know, a dusty harpoon. Like it's it's normal. Yeah, totally. Uh, and so when the dust settles and everyone thinks that Metabee has been shot full of harpoons, in fact, he had grabbed two of them and deflected the rest. Uh, and that's what he does begin to spear fight Lock Next, and it is it is pretty good. Uh, not perfect, but you know, be- better than other fights we have seen. Um, yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it gets the shit kicked in and, and, you know, fights over. Uh, 
And uh, we cut to later where, uh, you know, Arika is trying to convince uh, Icky to um, to stop fighting or to, to not do this fight because clearly he's going to win. He's going to lose again. The kilobots are too strong um, and leaves in a huff. And, now, you know, <laughs> this is where it gets different. So Arika okay. is yelling at Icky to actually fight. Oh, because Icky uh, is sitting there staring at the water. And uh, Arika goes, so what's the plan? How can I help? And Icky's like, oh, uh, I don't I don't actually have a plan. And she's like, well, you challenged him to a rematch live on TV. He goes, I was live on TV. I had to be cool and challenge him to a rematch. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's that's absolutely and, uh, the most true to life. She goes, yeah, you don't understand. You represent all of Metabotters, uh, all of Metafighters. You represent fighting for the rules. You represent everything we stand for. You can't lose like that. I'm mortified and terrified. And you have to have a plan. And Nikki just goes, well, I don't have one. So she storms off mad. And uh, like that becomes a key part of this episode was their disagreement right there. Yeah, because I guess in in like the dub, they more spin it as you you can't fight them. They don't play by the rules. You're who everybody looks up to in this area. Like if you keep fighting them, people are going to think that like this is a fight worth having. And instead, we should just not fight them and let the town just like like move like the if if nobody ever fights the kilobots, then the, there'll be no market for them. I think is the thing that she's trying to go which, for that we should just like not let these people be a part of our fighting community, <laughs> which is fine. Well, she, that's a, that's a valid. What's well, like sh- sure? Yeah. Uh, just like yeah. And I, you know, I, the, the important thing is Nye comes over and she's like, Hey, Icky, you have to understand that Arika is only concerned because, you know, she does respect the immense amount of risk that you're being put up to. And she really cares about you and Metabi and da, 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 which was nice and works either way. I think. <laughs> well, like, cause Erica's like, Hey, you're risking Metabi. Like Metabi got beat to shit. And now you're, you're risking his life in this, uh, kilobot in this next rematch you have. And, but it's like, Icky's like, well, also, what about all the other fights I've, we've had where, like, the metal was at risk? And Medibi himself is just, like, nonchalantly standing there just being like, yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I want this fight. <laughs> I want to get revenge. It's it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, Knight, Knight doesn't mention that Arika likes Icky. She just reiterates, hey, Arika's terrified for herself and for Metabots in general. And yeah. you represent her hopes and dreams here. <laughs> In this fight, I'm like, that is a lot of pressure on Icky. Yeah, luckily he's a garbage boy. Uh, <laughs> he's a garbage boy who loves being on TV and also mostly folds under pressure, except for sometimes. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we then cut over to Sam, who is sucking up to Genkai because he's won against Icky. Uh, but you know, Genkai kind of like kicks her to the curb. Uh, so she and the screws go off to spy on Icky and Metabi. And they see uh, he's skipping rocks at the river, which makes him realize what their master plan is going to be. So Sam reports back to Genkai, telling him, like, trying to sell the info that he's going to do some kind of insane river rock skipping attack. And he just tells him to beat it and fuck off. Uh, <laughs> so she goes, oh, their plan is to throw rocks at you so that you way you can't tell your metabot what to do. And he goes, yeah. you're all so horribly stupid. I can't stand you. Leave. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's was like, the better read. Uh, I was like, Hor- you're all horribly stupid. Like, that's so good. He So 
like they find him while he's sitting on top of like a big play dome in the middle of a park and when he tells them to leave he yells and stay away from my apartment <laughs> does does Ginkai live in the park is that why he's so mean to people <laughs> no we've seen we've seen his house he live he lives in a house he doesn't live in an apartment the very first thing we saw in Medbot's Damashi was his house <laughs> I don't know. Maybe well, maybe he lost his house because he's involved with Killabots. Yeah. Maybe he he hangs out at the park. This is his apartment so he can be away from his parents because um, they make him eat his vegetables and stuff. And uh, he hangs out with the uh, ankle biters here. Yeah. How'd today go, Ginkai? Oh, nothing much. Just crushed the souls of another pa- of, of another dozen children. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but uh, Arika is out looking for Iki again. Um is thinking of a way to try to stop him from fighting, or I guess in in your case, Mitch, trying to think of a way to get him to fight. And uh, that's when she happens by a pool that has all of the windows taped up with paper and uh, finds out that uh, Icky and Metabi are training inside and doing a really bad job of it. Uh, B just keeps trying to drive over the water and keeps falling into the pool. <laughs> uh, also, well, Icky's throwing a boomerang. boomerang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Icky with a boomerang is a good one. Why look. a boomerang? I because don't it, understand the boomerang at all. Uh, because it comes back to him. So that, yeah, so they, they don't have to reset it. He could just stand there and throw the boomerang. <laughs> Icky yeah, is okay. incredibly lazy. If he had to throw balls, but he had to they go fail, get the ball. It's, but if he fails the attempt, it's going to hit Metabi and it's not going to come back to him. Yeah. Well, so best case scenario, he doesn't have to move. Worst case scenario, he hits Metabi. Like, Icky's okay with both those things happening. <laughs> um. We did oh, get man. a really cute thing when uh, Arika and Brass were talking in Arika's room. Uh, Brass was sitting there reading a manga by herself, but Arika true. was freaking out. And I'm like, please, more slice of life, Brass, please. Yeah. And it was a teen I mean, romance, you know, I think, which is also cute. It, it, at the very least, we know we have that uh, that five part uh, Brass uh, flash fiction to read. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, please. Come close your eyes and come with me on this trip to a magical land that of potential. This is something that could exist in the Metabots universe, and that is Brass using Erica's like lunch money or like allowance or whatever ends up buying a bunch of manga. And then when she finds good ones, she's like, "Hey, Rakusho, thanks for doing your monthly like walk into town. Here's another volume of Mushishi because I know you like yeah. it so much." Oh, he would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know Brass gets her own allowance. She contributes to the household and is a very good daughter. Yeah, but manga's expensive, Mitch. She needs her and uh, Arika's allowance. <laughs> that way she gets more She gets more manga that way. Yeah, she has to sift through all the bad manga so that she can find the good ones and recommend them to like, you know, hey, Similadon, here's Wolf and Cub for you. <laughs> maybe she's not buying the manga. Maybe she's renting them at her local library. Maybe. <laughs> maybe well um yes, thank you for joining me on this yeah. adventure. Uh, I, I like it's, it it's a good adventure it's time for the final fight we are back at the pool for episode two uh sam again repeatedly not being let into this into the production area repeatedly uh having her animation repeated um and uh we get to the big fight it starts off as normal. Uh, 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 Neck switches out for the flying legs and gets over the water. And uh, Metabi turns into a car and goes really fast and skips off the water. And skips off the water so hard that he bounces up and run, rams into the other Metabot. 
and then falls backwards back onto the land side of the pool. Yeah. This does not make sense to me. <laughs> he, he literally just does, like, they have practiced so hard, and, you know, they have been training for, like, a week or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, like, they, they train at the pool for days and days. It's uh, exactly um, so a week that, in the sub. So that Metabi has now gained the ability to, when in his car form, can just do a jump off of, a single jump off of the surface of water. Yeah. Call me when it's a double jump. Look, I've watched all the Fast and Furious movies. I'm excited for the new one coming out. This is just oh, something Medibie that happens. Oh, goes to space? <laughs> Medibie can't go to space. That's where Michael is. <laughs> That's where Brandon is. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <sighs> Cam has to come up with a new, a new strategy because clearly, uh, you know, he tries to grab Medibie and he simply is going too fast. Um, so what is his, his backup plan? What is his, his genius move that actually is going to be able to get Metabi? Um, instead of grabbing him, he stabs him with his trident arm. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Completely messes up the timing. Metabi has no idea how he's going to counter this. Um, uh, and the way that he counters it is, uh, he, uh, as he, he's about to get stabbed, he transforms and does a somersault. And I guess this time Locknex comes up far enough for him to be able to jump off of Locknex to fly up and, and punch flying Locknex to knock him out, which, um, yeah, wins the fight, I guess. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. And then you, Sam gets kicked out again. Uh, I, I'm so sorry. You're not excited enough about this move. So a bug boy turns into a car, drives over water, kicks the Loch Ness Monster in the head with a flip, jumps off, and Superman punches a different flying Loch Ness Monster. Like, that's rad as hell. We barely, like, it's not framed in a way that makes it look exciting, uh, like, this is not a well-paced episode for this information. Like, that first fight should have been the start of the episode, and this fight should have been the end of it, so that we had had more build-up for it. Uh, there's just, there's nothing exciting about this fight for me. Um, uh, it's just, in the this s- is just an awfully paced episode, and, like, the fight framing is just bad. It's their... Their their cinematography skills have are just not no, good. I'm sorry fair. to say it. Um, it, it is it is uh, explained a little better and um, led up to a little better in the sub at least. Uh, Icky <laughs> whispers into his meta watch, which is not something I thought he could do. Uh, he does do that in the dub as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> instead of screaming his attacks like you know he normally does, so the other metabot could understand, uh, which is very sporting. He whispers. Um, but he's like, oh, when it comes up, you got to whisper, 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 whisper. So, like, this was a planned thing was to tease the submerged bot up to use that as a launching off point. Yeah, we well, we do get that in the subs because Metabee responds with, I can barely do the skip like the normal way. And now you want me to do it in a completely different way. Yeah. And, you know, well, I believe you can do it and it's fine. Oh. which my big problem with this is that it's the same way as it's like the first episode where they took an animated suplex yeah. and er, and end up turning it in like they made an animated suplex look bad and i <laughs> yeah. did not until this that could point look better that that could be possible but this is the yeah. same thing the, the sequence of events is incredible but it looks bad yeah. yeah i i think what's happening here is i'm settling into i'm just settling <laughs> Like I I've got a shitty to couch. Let settle, Mitch. I've got a shitty couch. The cushions are just too squished down and look like someone's ass. And you know what? It's fine. Okay, it's fine. I think I think I'm just I'm okay with this. And uh, maybe that speaks more to me than it should. But I'm 
I, I'm not saying I was impressed, but I was excited. He flipped off a giant snake monster head and punched a different snake monster. That's rad. I wish it looked. I wish it looked good. I really do. You know what? Sometimes you just got to take what you get, I guess. Well, I can take one thing in this episode, and that's the fact that Cam gets sad, rolls out, heads back to his warehouse, and reveals his new secret secret weapon, uh, Unitrix, like an upgraded version of uh, War Bandit. I am uh, very on board for this. Yeah, uh, it is a better looking War Bandit, to be sure, but I don't like the fact it's a better looking War Bandit, you know? Like, that was last season. Get a new cool robot. I, uh, well, I feel like we are, we are about to enter the portion of the show where we start getting, uh, the, the redesigns and, and we start getting our team put together for, you know, the kid with the arc beetle burst to come in and the kid with the new version of Similodon to come in and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I guess. Also, Unitrix I is a dumb name. I want excited, but I think Unitrix looks bad. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine. It, it sounds bad and it looks bad. It does. Yeah, the name is awful. The name makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's the same in the sub and dub. So that's fun. <laughs> that's when you know something's wrong. Well, like, call it Kill Stabber or something, you know? <laughs> You're the bad guys. Like, get a cool name. Just put do, Killer Death I, in there. I am ready to find out how like the how this is a Killabot, though. Because it clearly doesn't look anything like a Killabot. And very much looks like, uh, you know, the Metabot Plus thing that that we've seen been going on recently. So I don't know. I'm, I am willing to give the next episode a shot, even though it's clearly going to be plot heavy and camp episodes are bad. (laughs) Actually, you know what? I take all my criticism of Unitrix back because it doesn't, it's clearly, it doesn't look like a war bonnet and it's not called war bonnet. It's got the same vibes, at least I would say. Yeah, it's same color scheme. Uh, the arms and legs are pretty similar, um, but it's you know, I, I guess instead of trying to make the the little extra bits look like feathers, they just they look like propellant tanks right now. And I just I don't know. This looks like a Gundam that I would like. Uh, <laughs> okay, so yeah. Well, what I mean what I mean is I'm I'm less like pulling. I'm looking at it and doing a lot less like tugging at my collar and going. <laughs> <laughs> So, which definitely a clear up. Well, it's like it's not as bad as whatever one that uh, Joe had. That is like War War, War Bandit is yeah Wigwamo is mm. awful. War Bandit is okay. Uh, so um, I I got a better picture here of uh, Unitrix, but um, there might be slight spoilers. So here's a, here's a better picture of him. Which yeah, like you can tell that is definitely War Bandit. Uh, War bonnet war bandit themed um but i do like these other pictures better which it, i mean that's a right one <laughs> i can't i can't believe you're posting spoilers in the chat like this now i know that he turns into a kitty cat yeah you know what all that stuff we were already looking forward to so much is now <laughs> yeah um i i do like the theme of i do like the theme of transformation in this series especially since we're not getting my favorite part of metabots so uh, when Icky and uh, Icky and uh, Medibi were talking about uh, how they were going to win this fight, Medibi goes, I don't want to use water parts. I want to beat him with this body. And Icky agrees. Yes, if we have to fight Killabots, we need to do it with our regular parts or else it doesn't count. I'm like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. It goes against <laughs> what I like about Metabots, which is adapting to surroundings, changing out a part f- to fit tactics better. It, like 
It's the core conceit of yeah. the franchise. <laughs> and they are saying for the rest of the series, that is not what we're doing. Meta B turns into a car and that's fucking it. We don't yeah. get space Meta B. We don't get water Meta B. We don't get Meta B with a cool arm. We just get Meta B. <laughs> and, um, you know, we got that arc beetle that transforms into a spaceship. We get uh, a lion guy who turns into a lion guy and also a car. Yeah. So I think I mean, it's, this yeah. entire series is like, hey, what if Metabots, uh, instead of being, you know, a fairly unique concept for a robot fighter, is instead more generic? At least the transformation modes they have look decent, even if the transformations themselves are just going to be two frames of one standing up and then bending over and all of a sudden it's a car. <sighs> I don't think the transformation modes look that good, honestly. I think they look Mm. pretty awful when it comes down to it. Okay, but look at that second picture (laughs) I posted, right? Look on his back. That's a handle, baby. (laughs) Listen, we're going to find out when how it looks when he's actually in the show and not the gussied up game art for it. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, Uh, the other thing is like. Uh, I don't know. You know, you know how how when they introduce set bonuses for armor sets, how everything goes. Like, it is just kind of no nobody really mixed armors to begin or mixed equipment to begin with. Like there there are sets for a reason, probably in the original game design. It was so yeah. rare that Meta B actually used any non standard parts to begin with. But I like, I do agree. It it does suck that we won't get it again. It, you know what's wild? You know who does change parts constantly? The bad the guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, they're changing in mid-fight, which Icky had done in season one. Um, but, uh, like, they show up like, oh, we have a water metabot now. Oh, we need we need land legs? We'll give it land legs. Oh, we need water legs? We'll give it water legs. Like, they're, they're more metabots than the actual metabots at this point. Because the actual metabots are just little... They're people. more metabots, and it's giving them more power. More power? More power? <laughs> Uh, that was this is a good time though you know not not horrible episodes but talking no. about them made them a lot better yeah uh, um i i think this is what Damashi's gonna be yeah middling episodes that remind us a lot of some good episodes and give us stuff to talk about i i would rather do this than suffer through eight episodes at a time yeah of bad episodes uh, and and really like only those first only those first three episodes were really that bad um, so far so far yeah and like I don't I don't know I'm excited for the the rest of cast of characters they're clearly going to introduce over the course of the show, um, but uh, it, hopefully they're better than Zero slash Sasuke is all I can <laughs> all I can hope. Uh, oh, oh. But Sam, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, where where can people find you yeah. and what else are you doing Sam, out there in the wild Sam, world of the internet? It has been great having you on this brand new podcast we're doing. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> It has been my pleasure, as always, and I'm definitely going to just be like, hey, you got anyone for uh, for this episode? No? All right, great. Uh, now now that, you know, legal's taken care of. Yeah. Uh, you can find, if you want more of my stuff, you can find me on Twitter at SSBSLJ, where I believe I mostly abandoned the account and only do retweets at this point. <laughs> but, you know, some sometimes I say something. Uh, and also on a Bleach Rewatch podcast called... It'll wash out. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um, it, it is very funny that someone would have a public Twitter and then only use it for retweets and other than that, mostly abandon it. That's very funny to me. Right, Colin? Sure. <laughs> uh, where can we find you, Colin? 
Uh, you can find me on the internet at Pagetish and Pagetesque. Uh, Pagetesque is my private Twitter. Pagetish is my public Twitter. Mm-hmm. That is P-A-D-G-E-T-T-I-S-H and P-A-D-G-E-T-T-E-S-Q-U-E. Uh, you can check out my uh, – I'm not even going to mention the work podcast right now. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of crossover here, but I do do an environmental uh, – uh, like activism podcast that is a decent enough time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, you know, uh, it's good, good internet time. Come hang out. Mitch, where can people find you on the internet? They can find me at big bad beetle boy on Twitter. And that's it. Like only find me there. Nowhere else. <laughs> um, Oh man. Uh, <laughs> you can continue to follow the show at meta watch and at meta Oh, uh, I got news. Yeah. Yeah. I figured out how to compress gifts again. In Hell a yeah. relative, it's like Hell four yeah. to five more steps than last time, but it works. <laughs> so hopefully, uh, I'll have gifts sometime. Um, I plan on taking a lot of time tomorrow to do it, um, which is great because I get to go back and watch Metabots, the good show. Hell yeah! <laughs> and and screen cap those. Now we'll see if I'm going to do it with Damashi because the whole point of Metarach was like, hey, this animation's great. I'm going to take you know clips of good animation. Um, I, you could, there was something at the start of the Don Draculio. Yeah, so. I'll take I, one. I, I, yeah, I there. feel like Don Draculio will get you some. Yeah, at least give you a little bit of. I'm gonna get uh, the onion parts bread. or the garlic part. Yeah, and uh, that might just be all of Metarach for a while. Just posting the onion every week. Uh. <laughs> we could be. It could just turn into a gimmick Twitter. Just hey, yeah. here's your daily posting onion pics from Metawatch. Done. You know, we did forget to mention that when, by the time Metabee is fighting Don Draculio, Metabee is the literal only Metabot left in town who has not been turned into a zombie. <laughs> but I guess that's it for today. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, uh, Mitch, if you don't know what to post on the Twitter, then what are we going to do for an ending? Metabot!